0: Every trade has shortcomings, and it's no different for the music industry. Short attention spans, touring expenses as live shows are picking up momentum, and social media marketing expertise to create a buzz can all be costly, to name a few. One of the most convoluted challenges, however, is profit sharing due to the complex nature of royalties, licensing, and copyrights. This has been a challenge for artists since music's conception, however, a founder named Cheryl Potts has developed a solution to remove the burden of rights management. In our conversation, Cheryl speaks about her start in the music industry and how her clear-cut rights management platform is the solution for artists without the need of entertaining attorneys or accountants. Here's our conversation. Cheryl Potts, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So today we're going to talk about music. I grew up with music. I love music. Um, I love technology as well and both industries are changing. So I love to see the intersection with technology and industry in general. You have spent some time in IT and you've also been in the music industry as well and you've developed a platform that helps independent artists with their licensing and to get royalties, that sort of thing. But first, Tell me a little bit about your background and how you started working in the entertainment industry.
1: I started working in the entertainment industry over 16 years ago. I had first got introduced into the industry actually by my ex-husband. Okay. He's a drummer, and he used to play with many different bands. And years later, a lot of people would come up to him and because of his dynamic personality and ask him to manage them. Okay. So he went into artist management and my background and always liking to uh, work with different businesses. I asked him, I wanted to join him, but I'm not a front person. I'm a back office person. <laughs> so he would. Uh, manage these artists and I took a liking into registering their songs because these artists created songs and um, they needed copyright registration so I learned how to register their songs okay. and they were um, uh, signed up with a performance rights agency like ASCAP or BMI and I learned how to register their songs since the manager tries to take care of all the business functions for them. And that's how I got my start.
0: Okay, now you mentioned copyrights. Also another word that is very relevant to the music industry are royalties. Are they the same thing?
1: Are they different? Could
0: you speak to that?
1: Sure. When a person creates a song They are automatically the copyright owner of the song. Okay. Based upon copyright laws, if you put that song, it cannot be a song that's in your head. It has to be in a format. So, as soon as you write it down on a piece of paper or write it up on a computer, once that song is in a fixed format, it is protected by copyright law. Okay. And because you create it, there are certain rights given to you by copyright law as being the creator, owner, author of that song.
0: Okay. Okay. Thanks for clearing that up. So when it comes to royalties, they've been known to be very complex in the industry. How does your platform help with
1: royalties and why are they so complex in music? Well, I think the complexity is this, the creative process is so, for the, those who are creative, I'm not creative at all, but for those who are creative, it's easy for them to sit down and write a song and get to a maybe a piano and play um, music. But when they release a song, let's say that um, they go into the studio, they create a, An audio track, they upload it to these uh, distributors. Once you release the song, it really, really goes into different laws or laws uh, of uh, distribution. So what does that mean? If I distribute my own song, I'm fine. I get all of the everything, all the sales and of that particular song. However, if I work with others. If I have you as a producer and you produce my song and then I distribute it, there's laws that covers permissions in terms of you creating your your portion of the song, I have to get your permission. For licensing and royalties comes into the rights owner. If I wrote the song, and I own a song, and someone wants to use the song, I would use, I would issue a license. Okay. A license will say that I am the owner of the song. I'm giving you permission to use my song, but you're going to pay a royalty. I Why is that confusing? A lot, because the royalties surrounding songs is based upon copyright laws. Okay. The U.S. Copyright Office mandates the amount of royalty I will receive based upon someone using my song. So I think a lot of times with creatives, they're creating, but when you get into laws and how it's defined, and it's that's a little bit tricky for a lot of people. Okay. Art- so our platform. Clearcut. Clearcut royalty is okay. another M- platform. And I took all of the years of my copyright and royalty administration and I added those functionalities or those laws in our platform where you don't you don't need to know those laws. Mm-hmm. For instance. If you want to license a song in our platform and you didn't register with the copyright office, it will be a little pop-up. Hey, mm-hmm. Cheryl, you're licensing the song. We're gonna recommend. Why don't you also don't forget to register the song? So throughout the platform, we took the um, we took the basis that you may not understand the laws and you don't have to do because our platform is going to assist you and make sure that you're compliant with those laws in a very simple and easy
0: way. Yeah, it sounds like you provide the artist a peace of mind and you, and at the same time you're putting the power in them, their hands. Okay, I want to license my music, but I don't want to understand the um, fine print. I use clear cut royalties and it solves that problem for me. Problem yes. For me, right.
1: If someone wants to use your song with a very few clicks, you can generate a license. You can generate the license from your cell phone. You can generate a license from just about anywhere because it's in the cloud, it uh, runs on all mobile devices. And we took out the mystery of. Uh, doing your administration work and put it in a very simple and easy format and took the complexity out of it for the user to be able to manage and run their business in a very simple way.
0: See, and I want to, you know, talk about one thing you mentioned. You are a creative. (laughs) In a different way, shape or form, a lot of us people in the tech industry are creatives as well. And for you to come up with a solution for artists like that, um, I I think it's very valuable and it's a creative uh, way of doing things in itself. So how did you raise funds for ClearCut? How did that come about?
1: Okay, so I um, was living in a D.C. area in Virginia at the time. Okay. And I uh, had my uh, clear-cut royalty out on different platforms, such as Angel List. there's another uh, platform called Gust. And fortunately, I was approached by Project Music in Nashville. Project Music is a um, accelerator. OK. That looks for technology companies that are supporting the music industry, mm. so they assist in providing the whatever you need to help your business grow. I think that the music industry realizes that with technology, they that are coming out, especially when we move from CDs to streaming and <laughs> things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted to also support these technology companies, so I was um, asked to uh, join this accelerator. I did. I applied, and one of the requirements was to come to Nashville to um, five times a year and to meet with different um, record labels, accountants, or they actually put a team around me to support the growth of clear-cut royalty. Okay. And at the end, of course, of many accelerators, there's always pitch night. Yes, yes. And so actually for Project Music, they for that year, because it was um, 2019, 18 to 19 uh actually that their pitch day was a, a full day so i pitched wow. every half an hour i was pitching to someone else new i had 10 people or 10 different companies that i was pitching to and i didn't hear anything afterwards i heard you know some really really good feedback but i did some follow up and um one of the uh investors had responded and to be honest with you I was very surprised when it came with an offer you know because I was I don't know you hear a lot of it's so hard to get funding I'm African American I'm a woman you hear about all of these um roadblocks yes and so I was very surprised when the when I had an offer I know I had a good product though. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. I've had years and years and years. My product was almost done because it was years and years of myself putting in, putting in the money. I get a little bit of money and I'll put it, you know, into the platform. And I don't have any money bootstrapping. Bootstrapping, yeah, bootstrapping yep. the whole time because I felt I had to have all these customers to get invested. So I have to say I was very blessed to be able to have an investor that liked our product and invested.
0: And so you mentioned tech as well in the music industry. Do you think technology would change the music music industry? Do you think there's still a lot of room for growth? Uh,
1: so much as technology continues to evolve, so is the music industry. Let's just think where it came from. We. Um, there used to be years ago songwriters would write the songs for artists and so you have songwriting team or publishers writing these songs for these artists and they will perform fast forward we have internet the internet came along and then we had uh, um new ways of listening to music whether it was internet um uh like radio stations, um, Sirius XM. And then the copyright laws had to change for the new media, for internet. That was the Digital Millennium Act that came out. So because the internet wasn't around when copyright laws began. Fast forward, now we have Spotify, Apple Music. You have different music services and then the music industry had to, excuse me, the copyright laws had to then make an adjustment. They just made an adjustment a couple of years ago with the Music Modernization Act. And so I want, to govern, I'm sorry, go ahead. To govern the music services. I was part of the underlying music study. Um, the copyright office uh, allowed me to come in on behalf of independent music Music creators, because all of the majors were at the table talking about changes that they felt needed, and I was um, able to come in on behalf of independents and give my thoughts of some of the changes. Now, you mentioned you mentioned streaming um, and music, right?
0: So, there's also AI is big in general. um, No matter matter what industry you go across, uh, blockchain, um, VR. Which, if any of these technologies, do you think might have the potential to have the biggest impact on the music industry in the future?
1: Well, AI right now seems to be very, very
0: hot.
1: I um, saw that Google went into it with the Magenta project, which they came up. It's an open source project to um, assist in creation of music. And also Sony has gone in the same way with the Flow Machines is another AI type of project. Also again, to assist, I think they were doing composing of music. So I do see a lot of um, uh, excitement around AI and some of the analytics and trying to create the hit song. Okay. (laughs) So I think it's going to continue to go um, to continue to grow,
0: okay, okay, that's great feedback. thank you for that. Um, who has been your greatest inspiration?
1: Wow, there's been several I um, when I think who inspired me is two people come to mind, Oprah, okay and also Tyler Perry mm. Yeah. Because both of these individuals started from basically nothing. Yep. And they worked so hard. They believed in themselves. They believed in what they were doing. And no matter what, did not give up um, what they believed in and continue to work hard. And I find myself, I find myself thinking that I'm going through the same route, right? Because mm-hmm. today, clear-cut royalty is released, but it's years and years and years in the making. Right. Mm -hmm. And do it a little bit here and then uh release. But it's just been so difficult. Bootstrapping is hard.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You
1: don't have family and friends. I didn't have family and friends. And so when you take nothing but you believe in what you're doing and then work hard and hard and put everything into it. They are my inspiration to see how hard they worked and they're very successful.
0: They are, and they do um, both have some amazing stories. Um, What is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur?
1: Um, What is my favorite aspect? I think, well, the freedom. (laughs) Yes, I love it too. (laughs) It was just awesome, but it's kind of scary, right? Because, okay, if this don't work out, I'll have to find a, a job. But I, I've always been an entrepreneur in spirit, right? My father, although um, he's tried several times when, uh, when he was alive, into his own business. And I think I took a lot from my father because this is not my first business I started, right? Years mm-hmm. ago, I started, I was in New York City and uh, every bit of tw- um, 24, 25, I started a cosmetic company. And then I, years later, I started a, um, a software company. And when I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, actually ClearCut was started as a woman-owned government contractor. I wanted to be A government contractor, since I'm woman owned, minority owned, and my background is software engineering. So when I came into Virginia, I got certified as 8N certification for uh, women owned. And then I would try to get some subcontracts. But having been in music for a while, my phone kept ringing for help with um, labels. And doing this administration, and so it was working over here, but it wasn't working over. It, you yeah, know, it's like working on the right, but not working on the left. So I'm like, okay, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, I need help because it was so much work to calculate royalties by hand. Right? I said, I need, I need help. So I made, I pivot, and. Mm-hmm. That royalty is born. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking
0: like a true uh entrepreneur's even the terminology, a bootstrapping uh pivot. Um <laughs> you know, from your story too. It sounds like music was just your calling. Uh that's why people and you were obviously very well respected in it. So people wanted, you know, wanted your expertise. So, you know, you fell with back into the industry and it looks like it's paying off well, um, which is always great. And always you know, good and inspiring stories for other entrepreneurs. So this is when we came, come to the fun part where we play a game I like to play called word association. I might say day, you might respond night. So I have a couple of words here. Some might seem, seem off the map, but I um, always like to make sure we keep things fresh and keep our brains uh, functioning at the highest level possible. Does that make sense? It makes sense. OK. first word is "disco.
1: Studio 54. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great answer. But <laughs> well, let's keep it one word. <laughs> okay. That's really good. That's, that's a really good answer.
0: Next word:
1: holiday.: Christmas. Entertainer. Whitney Houston. Wine my favorite startup hard
0: (laughs) a little bit huh (laughs) Cheryl, um i appreciate everything you provided today um we look forward to having you again thanks for taking the time
1: thank you for having me
0: for this episode and other podcasts please follow mitefdc cutting edge on linkedin and spotify